Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Be Love, Give Love podcast. I'm Abby Lewis, founder of Be Love, Give Love. First, I want to share with you that next week will be the last podcast for about four or five weeks. With the holidays approaching, I want to just check out for a while and just spend a lot of good time with my family and just kind of refocus and regroup, and I'll be back towards the end of January. Uh, Today's podcast, I want to talk about what is flowing out of you. What do people see when they look at the way you live your life? What do people see when they hear your words and see your actions? Uh, Is God's love flowing out of you? I want so much, so much for people to experience God when they're around me, by the way I treat them, by the words I say, um, by the way they see me treat others. So it might not be me directly treating them, but just observing from the sidelines. And I don't do that to try to make myself look good or, you know, put it out there when everyone's looking but look differently behind the closed doors, live differently behind closed doors. I I honestly just want people to see the reflection of God in me. I want them to see the fruits of the Spirit flowing in and through me, the, the fruit of the Spirit of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. Those are the fruits of the spirits listed in the Bible. And I want so much for people to experience that uh, without me throwing Jesus in their face and that being the, the highlight of the show where it's just all talk about Jesus. I want people just to see it in the way I treat people without honestly having to say the word Jesus. I want my my whole entire existence to be a reflection of his love. And to be honest, I didn't always live this way. And I'm not perfect by all means, but I'm very quick to bring my awareness into when I am not being kind. And I can very easily be kind to others. Uh, but when I'm not being kind to my husband, um, that's per- the person that I might, um, you know, the people that are closest to us, he sees a little bit more of my worst side than anybody else. So he, um, and we have, you know, our history and our wounds and things like that, that, um, you know, might want to try to surface. I was a very, very, very controlling, fearful wife at one point. And honestly, I think sometimes he thinks I'm still that person. And so he will respond from that and then I will respond back. And so it's like, you know, so sometimes there's some moments, but they're very, very short lived. Uh, We don't go to bed with anger in our hearts. We don't go to bed with the, the thickness of that negativity. I call it, you know, we got to clear the air. There's just the hovering of that ick in our in our hearts or in our home or whatever and we talk it out so we have made that um, um, you know just a desire for years and years because I got that revelation that man if I go to sleep with anger or bitterness or unresolved issues in my heart towards my husband I wake up even more cold and distant and that creates division and um, just strife in our phone, in our family, and I don't want that, and neither does he. And so we work really hard to um, make sure our relationships, 
you know, is, is as good as it can be. And when there's a little bump in the road, we talk about it. We have those hard conversations. And it wasn't like that always, you know. I used to do the, oh, the typical cold shoulder and silent treatment and giving him that really bad um, body language and rolled eyes and all of those things, which honestly didn't do anything but make me feel good for the moment, just trying to withdraw anything from him uh, and make him feel as bad as I possibly could with my words and my actions. Um, so he, he just would feel bad for whatever he might have done. And he did the same thing to me. And that got us nowhere. And honestly, that's really childish behavior and something you got to grow out of and, and um, do life differently because it really wasn't working for us. And honestly, if you reflect, if you have a marriage that's like that, it's not working for you either. Um, so I, I deeply want my husband to, to see, um, the reflection of God as well in my life. So like I said, I'm not perfect, but at one point in my life, I was a disaster. I was a mess. I was completely chaotic in my mind and heart and everything that came out of my, my mouth was completely negative, whether about myself or my life or my past or or anything and I remember someone boldly coming to me and saying you're a very negative person Abby and I'm thinking I'm not either I was so blinded to my own junk and when she said it it deeply hurt me but as I began to hit rock bottom and realizing you know what that's all I'm putting out there it's negativity um I didn't I didn't want to be that way you know and part of healing and moving forward the biggest part, one of the biggest the parts of, of my journey was bringing my awareness into my junk, letting people speak the truth and love to me, uh, taking what they said and really looking inward going, is that really what I'm putting out there? That's what they see. Now, granted, there are people that just want to be cruel and say unkind things. So you don't have to receive everything, <laughs> but find those people that you know truly love you and ask them what, what they... What do they see flowing out of you? Now, on a regular, I ask my husband, I wouldn't say like regular every week or every month, but every, I don't know, maybe every six months, give myself some time to grow. <laughs> um, I'll ask him, what do you, what do you see flowing out of me? And um, he'll tell me. And sometimes it's great. Other times it's, you know, those areas that still need polished up. And I, I love that so much because you know, that's the only way you continue to grow. That's the only way that you're going to continue to get those areas in your heart that are not, not of God, that are not good, that are not, you know, that's flowing out negativity and anger and bitterness and overwhelmment and frustration and, you know, worry or whatever it may be. Those are opportunities for God to use people to help polish it up, to just say, okay, this is where I'm at. I still have work to do. I love to be teachable. I wasn't always teachable. Um, I was very resistant to anyone trying to tell me anything about what I was doing or not doing. I, I absolutely hated it. But as my heart got softened and realizing God is going to use people, especially people that deeply, deeply love me and that love Jesus and that reflect the love of Christ, they're going to really be able to speak speak into me. But more importantly, I, as I got still with God and really just got in tune with his voice, that's where 
that deep revelation of, do you realize that every word that you speak is negative? I heard that so clearly, intuitively, that still small voice, so clearly when I was outside sitting in nature one day. And I was like, wow. And I just sat there and reflected and thought of the last 24 hours or the last week or the last month. That's the same exact thing I'm asking you to do. And I was like, wow. I don't really remember saying anything positive or uplifting or encouraging or, you know, thinking thinking good instead of bad. I I was like, wow. And so that gave me that jolt of like, I don't want to be this way. So part of it was like, you know, God, I don't want to be this way. You know, a lot of things when we are hung up on them and they, you know, we have a negative attitude or we think, you know, negative things all the time big part of you moving forward is, you know, first of all, becoming aware, but confessing that, speaking that out, saying, I don't want to be this way. Literally hearing yourself say, God, I do not want to be a negative person. I realize that my words are full of negativity, whether judgment, criticism to others, you know, you know, you worry, anger, bitterness, resentment, just, you know, thinking about all the negative stuff in the world and just repeating it and just talking about all the negatives. Realize that, confess that you don't want to be that way. And then just say, please help me to be the reflection of you in all of my words. And then just take that inventory of your words every day. I know it sounds like a lot of work, like, oh my gosh, I'm so far, so far under. How in the world am I going to get out of this? Trust me. If I was completely negative, all of my words, all of my thoughts, a hundred percent of my life was chaotic. My mind, my body, my soul, everything, my spiritual life, my relationship, my finances, everything was a mess. And if I can be where I am today, where there is peace in my life and there is transformation in my soul and in my marriage and in our finances and everything, it takes time. But don't don't feel like you're a lost cause. Don't feel like, you know, it just it just isn't going to get any better than what it is or it's just too much work. That's what I hear so much as a wellness coach. It's just too much or you know, they'll sprint a little bit for like two weeks and then ah, they just get back in that same old rut and they just go back to their old ways. It takes time to retrain yourself, to to take your thoughts captive, to, um, you know, transform your heart and your mind. But the longer you wait, the longer you put this off, the harder it's going to get. And if you will just every day surrender your heart surrender your voice surrender your mind surrender everything if you just give that over to god and say you know what i don't want to be whatever it is that you are know that you are on a regular i don't want to be that and so help me to be kind help me to reflect the fruits of the spirit in my life to others i want people to see you in me and i i I speak that out and I speak it out um, in a way where I'm like, God, I just, I want people to be greatly affected by your love flowing through me. And in, in ways that I am not of you, 
I want you to show me those things. And some people are scared to pray those prayers. I mean, I've heard people flat out say, I ain't praying that because I know exactly what's going to happen. Well, (laughs) why wouldn't you? I would rather go through the work to be set free than to be in bondage in my negative whatever or my addiction or my my lack of patience or whatever it may be it's like you're too afraid to do the work so you rather just do what what is i guess easy i guess is living that life of just no peace easy easier than actually doing some work to get out of that rut off that hamster wheel of negativity or fear or addiction or addiction to food or drugs or alcohol or pornography or you know a broken marriage or or whatever it may be people just don't want to do the work that's what I constantly am up against when people come to me for wellness coaching they just it's it's hard and I was a personal trainer for four years as well and people just didn't want to do the work they want to do the bare minimum or nothing at all or just vent and complain about their problems but not actually want to do anything to get to the other side because it's tough well maybe you're trying to do it on your own strength maybe if you would just take time to be still and to to draw upon God's strength to be able to do whatever it is that you know you need to do so your life will reflect Jesus more Maybe that's where your power will come. It sure was where my power came from. There's no way I could live the life that I'm living today without him. Um, It's a constant um, setting my mind on things that are good and lovely. And it would be very easy for me to get sucked into the world, into the negativity, into the pressure, into the overwhelmment and the fear and all of that. It could be, it's very easy to want to do that. And I just refuse. I refuse to live in a place of turmoil anymore. I lived that way my whole life, my whole childhood. I don't remember my childhood being anything other than fear. I was just a scared little girl. And then I go to college and I'm a scared college student. And then I get married and I am a terrified wife. It just never left me. There was just fear all the time. And I don't want to live in that fear where I'm just this scared person living in my little safety box just terrified of everything and I have been completely free of that for years granted I hit rock bottom in 2002 and I took a journey for a good solid three years of doing some hardcore work on my soul and here I am almost 20 years later, continually sharing my story. And I've written the book, Living Still, Walking in Peace in the Midst of Life. You know, the the ministry, uh, the business, the organization, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it is a business, but uh, be love, give love is a way of life. And that's what I desire so deeply is to encourage people and inspire people to be love and give love. But the only way that you are truly going to be able to be love and give love is to look inward, to look inward at your heart. And you know, the love has to first start in your family. I have seen it so many times that there's so many people that will pour out to the world around them, but will not pour out to the world within their home. 
they will give and give and give and have this smile and this unselfish attitude and this just heart so full of I'm going to give you everything but then when they get into their own home there's darkness there's chaos there's dis- there's division and strife within their own home no first start in your own home the world around you in your own home don't skip your own home and go out to you know people that are easier to love you know go to your own family go to your husband go to your wife Go to your children, go to your parents, work on that relationship, work on yourself more importantly, because if you work on yourself, then there's going to be an, an overflow that will just be so contagious that the people around you will be greatly impacted. And I hope, I hope so much that it starts within your own home first, that you don't skip that part. Um, but, you know, I just... Everything I do, everything I do is to hope, is in hopes to inspire people and encourage people to be love and give love, whether it's through the wellness coaching, whether it's through, you know, teaching and speaking and the book and the podcast and the markets that we do and the, the be love, give love product line and Facebook posts and Instagram posts. Um, everything I do is, is hopefully a reflection of God's love in some way somehow and that you are that you are caught on fire so to speak caught on fire by God's love because of the warmth that you feel from be love give love I hope that you feel encouraged and inspired I hope that when I speak the truth in love that you that you receive it without condemnation and guilt this episode is not to bring guilt and condemnation on you it's just to bring a sense of awareness of where you're at and say okay this is where I'm at obviously I've got some junk flowing out of me that ain't pretty so I want to do the work that needs to be done to move forward so people do see God's love flowing out of me that my husband sees God's love flowing out of me that my children see it that my parents see it Um, and if you need help if you if you really need help moving forward I am so incredibly happy and honored to come alongside of you to help you move forward to to give you that support and encouragement and coaching and motivation that's what wellness coaching is all about is to give you that oomph that you might need that that accountability that support that just you know tough love a lot of times to move you forward if you're ready for that just reach out to me um and I'm, I'm more than happy to come alongside of you but remember next week is our last episode for about four or five weeks um and uh, you know you can always stay connected with me on facebook and instagram and sign up for our weekly newsletters if you haven't done that you can go to belovegivelove.com and at the top there is a uh, there's a tab that says subscribe and you can subscribe to that um, also, if you've been blessed by Be Love, Give Love at all in any way, uh, I encourage you to share it and share this podcast, share our website, our Facebook page, get you uh, some some product 
to where to put out this uh, message of love out into the world. And remember, 10% of all of our sales goes into Be Love, Give Love Fund, and it goes right back out to help people in need um, as God leads us. But appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.